today we are here with Paula. Hello. Our favorite unconceivable. On Thursday of this past week, Paula and I went on an adventure for I think 25 hours total with the with the plane delay. With the plane delay, 25 hours. We 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 were in and out of Atlanta. And we flew to Atlanta for the media event for the Harry Potter exhibition. It was the same exhibition that was in Philadelphia. There were some differences. So we we were gonna touch base on some of those because yeah, for sure. Yeah, after the fact we realized a few more. Let's start with Paula. We have both been to Philadelphia and Atlanta, both yeah. exhibits at very different times. So I went for opening and you went a few days before closing. A few days before closing. For me. The big difference was that in the herbology room, they actually had metrics in Atlanta. <laughs> in Philly, it was literally the pot and it had like a, <laughs> the top of a plant. Like so it wasn't even the top of a mandrake plant. It was like, it looked like somebody had grabbed the succulent and put it in the hole. Like, <laughs> and it was just sitting there. And I was like, I actually have pictures of me holding the top of the plant. And I was like, is this what it looked like? Well, it's funny because that is not how it was for opening. So I have a feeling that some mandrakes um, decided to petrify themselves to get out of the museum. That was- uh, it was also, the crowd was obviously different because the media event, it was like nobody there. So when I went, it was packed. I mean, I have very few pictures only because there was... People everywhere. There was like no room. And we almost had like... We were in full rooms by ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And we spent a lot of time. I think the so we went through and then we did like a quick go th- walk through again. But like initially we spent like four hours. We did. We were like taking pictures and recording videos and just all this stuff. Uh, another thing I noticed was like Hagrid's chair was so much bigger in, um, in Atlanta. Like... When I sat in Hagrid's chair in Philly, it was like a regular chair for me. It was like like an overly stuffed recliner in Philadelphia. It was not a Hagrid-sized chair. But in Atlanta, it definitely was a larger chair. We both hid behind it. Yeah, we both fit behind it and hid. Yeah, and in Philly, you can do that. It was was a chair. It was like a, a side chair. Oh, man. We, we filmed some fun reels. Yeah, we did. I just edited the one of uh, Felix and I um, in in the herbology room, the one where he faints. Yeah, so, I love uh, that one. I think I'm going to post it tomorrow. Uh, I just have so much stuff to post right now, I don't even know what to post first. Like, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> oh, overwhelmed with content. That's a good yes. place to be, though. It's better than not having any content. This is true. Uh, one of the other big differences um, is that this one has a like cafe with food and drinks and alcoholic drinks. Oh, yeah. And it so was that, good. Like <laughs> Philadelphia, there was like no food options except like a snack bar that was in the actual museum. I don't think we ever actually even made it to that side of the museum. No, I never got to that side yeah. either. Yeah. And that's yeah, a big like difference. Actual like cafe that's like themed to 
the ex- the exhibition. Like the drinks are themed, mm-hmm. and the, the, oh my god, the sandwich is so good. Yeah. Um, I the menu. So we both tried drink wise the Philosopher's Stone, which was delicious. It was cranberry lime and pineapple juice sprite with an edible smoke bubble, which was cool. I love that. And then I had the basilisk later on, which was sprite green apple syrup. Silver edible glitter with cherry garnish and dry ice fog. I really liked it. I'm still questioning how much glitter I ingested out of this journey. You'll be finding it years later. Just like glitter in your house. (laughs) Pretty much. And then let's see. You had the smoked ham in English Stilton, which was English. Have you ever tried English Stilton cheese? Nope. It was very blue cheesy. (laughs) See, that's what I thought it was, even though I knew it wasn't. Yeah, it it had the same texture. And to me, it tasted almost the same. Um, It was just just a big block of this Stilton cheese. I just wish it was like crumbled. I ended up crumbling it. And then pickles, grain mustard on a pretzel roll. It was delicious. And then I had the farro salad, which was... Farro with feta cheese, raisins, pecans, grilled squash, balsamic vinaigrette. Um, so that is a vegetarian option. Um, this one, I'm trying to see if there's a vegan option. I don't think there is because this other zucchini and eggplant sandwich has pesto mayo. And I don't think mayo is vegan. I think it has eggs in it. It has eggs, yeah. PB&J. But I don't see any like vegan options, but there are vegetarian options which at least is a start and then one of the big differences is philadelphia was at the franklin institute which is a working regular museum very kid it's not a children's museum but it's definitely geared towards like a children's museum Mm -hmm. and atlanta is in an event space so you don't have school groups walking by because what i went during the week when it initially opened and so you could tell there were like school groups going to see the big heart exhibit at the franklin institute which is one of the things they're known for very much right whereas atlanta is like i think it's like an event space right i don't think it's like a formal space i think it's something that exhibits go through because it's not like hooked to a museum but it had like a box office and everything and it was a great space yeah, it was much wider. Like a yeah. lot of the, to me, the only thing that was set up exactly the same was that section where the the sorting hat was. Like after you walk through, yeah, the uh, the, like grand the common camp. rooms. Yeah, that that space was set up very much the same, except for when you walk into like the house, um, that area was wider, yeah. but actual like round house themed area the way was, it like trailed that like you entered through Gryffindor and exited through Slytherin. Slytherin was the same but the the just a lot wider I mean I have a picture of myself in the in the grand staircase um in Philly and in Atlanta and I mean I could touch the walls in Philly and in Atlanta I couldn't it was just that much wider uh so I just wonder like is it gonna be more um like packed because there's more space i i think it's just like one of those things when exhibits move to each other they kind of have to adapt to the space they have and that's just kind of the nature of the space like the dragon 
was like a walk by because it was on a ramp in Philadelphia. And this time you could really like check out the dragon, take photos around it. Um, Even when there were other people around us, it didn't feel crowded. Right. Yeah. And I love, I saw this picture. I don't know who posted it, but I saw a picture of someone with the dragon. Like (laughs) was like, they were taking a picture of the dragon, but they were standing in the background with like the tree. And I was like, Oh man, I wish I would have taken a picture. (laughs) I was like, Oh, this looks so nice. Because I have from Philly a picture of me with the dragon, but it's literally a selfie because it's, there was because nothing. it was like right above your head. You couldn't get right. a picture of you with the dragon without like a bunch of people or the ramp. What was your favorite exhibit or like space throughout the exhibit? My favorite space. Man, it's really hard. Because I love uh, the ombridge section is I think it's my favorite. I just feel like it's so, it's like so spot on. And you know, like you can hate Umbridge, but you cannot hate her aesthetic. No. It's well, the thing a- is like, it's, it's not like it's, it's not tucked into a corner, but the way they have it because of the moody door with the moody eye, it feels mm-hmm. like you have walked into an office. So it's kind of, it feels like enclosed, even though it's very open. Right. And the, you know, like the cat plates and the, the whole thing is just, so that one, and I think I love the the area that has like the wand like battle mm-hmm. thing. I love that. And it was another thing that was it was so much wider that I didn't like in Philly. I had to record it um, horizontal because I couldn't do it this way and be farther enough. About. You couldn't get the height, especially because they have the like. I keep saying life-size. They're not life-size wands. They're gigantic wands that are from floor to ceiling of each type. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that area. That area is awesome. I really thought you were going to say the Great Hall. Oh, I do like that, too. I did love sitting there and, like, like recording that whole, like, going through the seasons thing. We also had the benefit of... They were... So there were some delays with the setup. So... There, the stanchions that were there in Philadelphia weren't set up. Some of the like glass that was up, we didn't touch anything. We behaved, but like we could get really good pictures because those things weren't up yet. Yeah, like um, uh, Lockhart and Lupin's mm-hmm. and Dumbledore and Harry at the you know his his typical uh, ringer tea outfit. Those things were not behind glass because it was not done being set up yet. But there were people in those areas to make sure nobody was touching. We made a lot of friends with half the staff. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Talking with everybody. I was like, and I was surprised. A lot of people that were working there are not Harry Potter fans or don't know anything about it. And I think that's. But there is one person we know. Oh, my God. I am so excited. Talk to him today again. He's just so. He's like over the moon. Felix, uh, the wandering Hufflepuff, is working at the exhibit and he could not be happier. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Harry Potter fan. You're a Harry Potter fan. But I don't know anybody that like literally lives and breathes (laughs) Harry Potter like Felix. Like, I don't know anybody like that. It's also like, it's not just that he's a Harry Potter fan. The energy he brings yeah. It's just like pure joy. If you are going to this exhibit, please go say hi to Felix. 
Yeah, he's amazing. And if you have the opportunity, leave a nice comment on the website because that does, I think that does help them if they get like good reviews. Also, you can say it about anybody else that you like. They're, they're all wearing name tags, um, but he's he's loving it. I just, yes. I was he so was happy. Great. And then Christopher was fun to talk to. I think he was yeah. in the Bogart room. Yeah, he was awesome. And then the guy, I didn't get his name, but the guy that we ran into before, Remember, he was looking for the building. He couldn't find it. Yeah. He was where the where the wand, that, no, where the pensive was. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was really nice too. But there was some people that were like, oh, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Well, you could always tell because like we'd be walking and you were in Hufflepuff gear and I was in Ravenclaw gear. And like some of the staff members were like, and you are Slytherin? Yeah. <laughs> like. like you're joking now, right like uh, i'm gonna give it to you because it looks like it's dark in here and you're mistaking blue for green but we'll give it to you well blue and yellow make green they they do but the lighting was not yellow and lighting the lighting color palette is as a former lighting designer i can give you and an art student i can give you the primary colors of pigmented color and lighting so <laughs> Oh, what else was there? The lighting was better here. It was. There were a lot of better, like, photo ops because of the lighting. The door into the Chamber of Secrets, that right there in Philly was, like, in this really rich area. And it was against the wall, um, which made sense, but I like where they had it set up. You had to, Uh, like, walk by. It was almost like you had to walk through it in a way. Yeah. Um, the divination room because like in Philadelphia I felt like it was just like a walkthrough like you saw it it was on your left and your right and you kept going but it was like a full-on room yeah like multiple tables the wall they had like the wall like it looked like the room was bigger because they had put that like fake the the other half of the class that one probably felt like the most immersive of the rooms like I felt like I was hanging out in Trelawney's tower yeah and I think I I do love like I always say when people ask like what class would you like like to take I think divination only because I'm not a great student (laughs) and I think it would be like one of those classes that you'd always have a story when you leave easy (laughs) a Just just make just make sure you die a lot and you'll be golden. You see, for me, it's charms because it's a little more hands on. Yeah, and I feel like it's the one class that actually has some um, life skills attached to life. (laughs) True, true. Like if you're leaving Hogwarts, most likely the class you're going to get the most out of is charms. Is that like home ec for wizards? Possibly. Possibly. I think it is. Except that they don't learn to cook. Like, I'm very concerned that there aren't, like, a cooking class. And, like, basic, like, although it's muggle things to do, there's just basic things that need to be taught. And I don't think the wizarding world focuses on some of those. Well, it's kind of like the whole job thing. Like, what do you do? You work for the government. Every yeah. job is through the ministry. There is no path. No, no. <laughs> Unless you have the genius of 
Fred and George and are able to come across some money because by default someone died and you and your kid brother's best friend gave you money to open your store or have a family business you're working for the government that sounds awful it does sound awful but when you look at the jobs you're like oh yeah but I mean I I love the way that this one was set up I'm definitely gonna go back uh, I want to take the kids I don't know if I'm yeah. gonna take all at the same time <laughs> um but I, I I love the the setup and maybe it is because it is like an event space versus it being um a museum where the space is set up inside of I just loved it um the other thing you noticed the the Voldemort thing because mm-hmm. they had we, three of the cloaks in Philadelphia right the different and you could the, see the transition of colors right and here they did they only had the one but it could also be that it was not finished being set up yet that's possible it's so possible, were- but the one was by itself in a glass case is what my thinking right. is. Whereas in Philadelphia, they were set up side by side. It was right in a row. Right. Mm. So, not- but there's also a second tour going. So they may have had to like been like, oh, let's the second tour opens in Vienna. Right. And like with costumes, they're not going to have as many duplicates. They'll have some. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't think there's like duplicates. Like I think two- there are, but there's the the studio tour London. There's True, this yeah. tour going, and then Vienna's going. So there, I think there are duplicates, you- but too. they might have to pick and choose some things that might not have as many duplicates of them. Ooh. Hmm. I never thought of that, but now we have to go back. We have to go back and see if if. Oh, we're going to Vienna. <laughs> oh, I. I can't go to Vienna. We can't, we can't go to Vienna. No, we are going to go back. It is actually drivable for us. Um, it's also like right in Atlanta. So the aquarium world of Coke is only like 10 minutes away. So you can actually make a long weekend and do quite a few things while there. Right. And there's a great little Indian restaurant down the like walking distance. It was so good. It's like a hole in the wall, but it was delicious. Yes. Delicious. So good. They were so nice. It was delicious. Yeah, they were nice. The food was good. They were just, it was just good. I love a good hole in the wall (laughs) restaurant. So as a parent who has children of various ages, do you think this is something that would be good for all ages and family activities? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, I think the, the kids would enjoy mostly like the interactive parts. Like I know that my kids would love to get, you know, inside of the cupboard under the stairs or I don't know, like all that whole, like touching the screen to do the spells and the getting points. Like, I think they would love all that. And they would not hit their head on like both of us at the cupboard under the stairs. <laughs> I couldn't get in this time. Cause they actually, well, like I said, I went to Philly and like, everything was like destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't know what I was missing because I didn't see it at the beginning. So I had no idea. At first, I was like, well, this is kind of weird that these mandrakes look yeah, like it this. Almost, it almost was in Philadelphia for eight months. Because oh, it wow. got there in February. And, and left you in went se- in September. Yeah. So seven, seven, eight months. Wow. Hmm. 
I don't know, but the like in the cupboard under the stairs, the mattress was directly on the floor. So I had an easier time getting it. <laughs> this time I was like, mm, I don't think I can get in here. Yeah, so you made me get in <laughs> and, and I whacked my head on the stairs. Listen, sacrifices have to be made. <laughs> but I know for sure, like my kids would love that and like sitting at Umbridge's desk, like all that stuff, sitting in Hagrid's chair, like, yes, that, that stuff is amazing. I the did, wand battle. The wand battle for sure. But my, one of my kids would cry if they lost. So <laughs> not one, all three. You, you will just have to make sure that you would I'm be the, the one. Yeah. You would have to be Baltimore all times. <laughs> I'm a loser. Lennon would want to be Voldemort though he would and then he would be upset that he lost and then we would have to remind him that in the end Voldemort does lose not in Lennon's head in Lennon's in Lennon's head Voldemort is the best yes (laughs) I'm trying to think what else the bathroom is the same there's no bathroom once you get into the exhibit (laughs) I know it's not like a big talking point but hey well for people with young children into something good to know it's kind of like going into an Ikea. The bathroom is no, once you're in. <laughs> it's right at the beginning before you go through the doors. Yeah. But once you're in. You, you, you're, you yeah. could get out, but you would have to either walk to the end or walk to the beginning. The beginning. So you're going to have to reloop some things. It's not going to yeah. be a, the easiest of paths to get to yeah. it. That is probably like the one thing that I would like. If you have kids that are not potty trained, that's probably going to be the hardest thing. Yeah. The shop was really nice. They have like a lot of nice stuff in there. I saw a mug there that Sarah posted that I did not see. Cause if I would have seen it, I would have bought it. <laughs> and Frontier would have charged you for. <laughs> it tra- yeah. They, they had a really nice, I'm pretty sure. Was it the um, exhibit mug? No, I, I I like that one, but I like the white Deathly Hollows one that had yeah. like the Deathly Hollow symbols at the bottom. Um, I mean, they, the one that says exhibition on it is nice, but it's just a regular mug. I like my mugs. When I buy a mug, I like the mug to look different. Okay. I don't drink coffee, so I don't pay attention to mugs a lot. But Kayleen really liked the exhibition mug. Oh, um, I do like the like exhibition logo and design that they had on a lot of their shirts. Yes. So and the store was a lot bigger than Philadelphia. Yeah. In Philadelphia, you got into a store and it was like instant claustrophobia. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a cir- it was like a big circle, not big, but it was like a circle. But this one, you had like more space to roam. There was a lot more stuff. Um, good selection. Yeah. With with theme park pricing. Yes. um but i mean that's to be expected that's like Mm -hmm. the norm i'm trying to think what else did you eat the chocolates that were in the little box i did not they're actually sitting right here i want to eat them but i don't want to eat them they're so pretty maybe i'll take a picture first and then let me see if they have the description of what these are they look like little stones they're just so pretty well they have specialty desserts listed and there's a house chocolate for each. And I think that's what they are because they are all house colors. Yes. So the Gryffindor house is English tea and biscuits with a dollop of lemon curd, white chocolate. 
Hufflepuff is dark chocolate cauldron mousse cake. Mm. Ravenclaw is mango with pop rocks, cocoa, cocoa nib, and coconut ruby chocolate. And then Slytherin is butterscotch, stout, and caramel milk chocolate. Hmm. So. The Slytherin and the Hufflepuff are the best ones. <laughs> I love butterscotch. Yep. Caramel, butterscotch. We'll have to try them. We'll have to try them and test them out. But they're so pretty. But at the same time, I don't want them to go to the waste because they're chocolate. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, they're just so pretty. They are. I'm going to have to post a photo of them. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm going to take a picture of them first. But um, before your children find them. Because I haven't unpacked my bag yet, obviously. My bag is actually unpacked. Has it left my living room? No. But it's no, unpacked. but you have to be back to leave again on, on I know, Thursday. I know. I fly out again on Thursday. I'm kind of ready for October to end, so I'm not getting on a plane. So as of right now, the exhibit is there until February. Yes. Tickets are $39 for adults and $35 for children. If you have more than eight people, it's $33. And you can also get an audio guide for $10. I believe with that, you need to have your own headphones. Yes, because they didn't offer headphones. Yeah, so I think, yeah, you download and listen to exclusive content. Right now, it's scheduled through February 28th. Okay, what is that? That's four months, right? Four months? November, December. Yeah, like four months and two weeks. Two weeks, So go check it out. I, I wonder if they'll announce sooner where they're going to go next. Because that, for me, I wish I would have known. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have gone to Philadelphia. I mean, I got to go to a baseball game and do other stuff there. So that's okay. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I kind of wish that I knew before. Because they literally announced it like a week it, after I my yeah. flight. And then it'll head to Vienna, Austria, opening on December 16th. Oh, so I can't go to Austria. We can't go to Austria. Not in December. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no. No. Um, Let's but, explain yeah. to our bosses why we're going to another Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, my boss is already probably like, this girl does nothing but Harry Potter stuff. Like, nothing. Nothing. Is there special exhibition merch or is it similar to what's at the parks i would say both both yeah because they had they had robes and scarves and like the house gear but they also had like some sweatshirts and shirts that were exclusive to the exhibition and even some house shirts that are exclusive to there yeah and then is it selfie friendly for someone that is visiting solo i think so I think so too. And I feel like a lot of like the workers would help take photos if you wanted photos. Yeah. Um, I think it, especially because it's the Harry Potter community. If you want to get a photo, that's not a selfie. Just ask a Harry Potter person They're, They understand. Maybe don't ask the mom with three children. <laughs> I'll still help you, but <laughs> it's a little easy, Like, but I'm sure someone will help take photos. Um, and then we talked a lot about it compared to Philly. I do like the space in Atlanta a lot better than Philadelphia. I like the feeling of 
without it being attached to a museum, it felt more immersive. Cause like once you were in that building, you were like all Potter all the time, even from the cafe to the drinks, to the food. And it was good food. It was really good. It's not like it wasn't crappy. It's not snack bar food. It was very good. It was not only what they're serving for like the media event. It's that's their menu for Mm -hmm. while they're there. So it was really good. It was Indian food. It was the best meal I had had all day. (laughs) They even had breakfast food too. So they did. They had muffins. They had cookies. They had sandwiches, salads, all kinds of stuff. It was, it was, I was surprised how big the selection was because we had been told prior to being there that they had a little cafe. And in my head, I go, okay, they're going to have like airport sandwiches and right. Like wrapped in saran wrap. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting to be able to eat a Faro salad or um, English Stilton cheese, which I had never heard of. Yeah. No, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, this is like, this is like blue cheese, but, um, but it was Sarah had the smoked salmon crumpet. Yes, she did. So So we also had the pleasure of meeting Sarah from magically home. Yeah. It was so nice to meet her. I found out she has twins just like me, boy, girl, but they're a little bit older than mine. (laughs) Just a little, they're of driving age. I was like, they're almost adults per year. Twins. Yes. They're like, Whoa, they're adults. (laughs) um but yeah so we got to meet her I didn't see anybody else that um that I recognized I saw people there the day after and on Saturday right that we recognized but not at the media event but also the media event for Forbidden Forest New York was happening the same day so So I think a lot of people had to make choices and a lot of people had gone to Philadelphia so they chose Forbidden Forest I want to go to Forbidden Forest too. So many things to do. Um, The benefit for those people that can't make all these events or don't know if they want to make the trip, we are going to have an episode with all of them. We are not traveling to all of them, (laughs) but I am finding people that are going so that we can get all the information and learn about each of these so that people can make decisions on travel and what's worth it and what's not. I would say this one was worth it. Absolutely. I wouldn't, I I already went and I'm, I I'm already planning on going back for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I would say this is worth it. Is it worth it? Cause this was a question we had in one of our leaky con chats. If someone, this is in regards to the forbidden forest, but I'm going to phrase it in regards to this if you are going and you have a non-harry potter fan friend that just is like oh i would love to go to do you think the non-potter person would appreciate the exhibit i think so i think because it's so immersive i feel like well hansel went to the one in philly and you know he's like as anti-harry potter as it gets um and he enjoyed it and that one was half broken down but (laughs) um he enjoyed it and i just think that it it, i mean i don't uh, it has nothing to do with this but i don't like the lord of rings and i think that if i went to something that was lord of the rings themed i think i'd enjoy it if it was set up this way where you could like interact with it and you know maybe i'd leave a fan right like i I think think you could bring 
Yeah, I think so too. I also think that like if there's like some theater kids out there that aren't necessarily like Harry Potter fans, but love costuming, this would be, they have costumings from, um, from the movies and from Cursed Child and from um, Fantastic Beasts. They yeah. also had, that was the other one, was they had Molly and Arthur's. They did have Molly and Arthur, which I did not see in Philly. I don't know if it was there. I don't recall I, seeing it in Philly. So if it was there, someone can correct us later. So many pictures of Molly's outfit. Because I was like, oh, I think I want to convince my mom to make this for me. But, LeakyCon yeah. Chicago, everyone. <laughs> Chicago. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm look. I'm currently looking for my Arthur Weasley. So. <laughs> Christian. <sighs> I'm going to message him right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. And that was right by the, by the cupboard under the stairs. That's where. And, where well, we almost missed it. And then we what? turned around and we both went, what? What is this? Molly yeah. and Arthur? Yeah. It was, it was definitely set up a little bit differently. But yeah, I, I mean, I loved the way that this was set up. It had a, a very good flow. Yeah, for sure. Like everything went naturally into it. Now, I, I definitely think it was one of my favorite experiences thus far. Yeah. Um, it you could you could spend a full day there, you could just spend two hours there. And just, still eat, like everything and yeah. In Philly, even though it was packed, I think we were there for, I want to say it was like five hours, probably. Yeah. Uh, but that was mostly because it was packed. Yes. <laughs> like I was waiting for people to get out of the way so I could take pictures or do a video or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see what it would look like now that it's... With more people. With more people, Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I don't want to wait until the, I don't recommend waiting until it's almost over. No, don't go like the last two weeks are going to be rough. And also because it ends in February, you start getting close to that spring break. Yeah. Time period or where they have that winter break weird thing. Um, but I would definitely like start checking it out. Yeah. I wouldn't, the only reason is just because like, and I keep, I'll keep using the mandrakes as the example forever because since I hadn't been there before, I had no idea. I was like, is this what they put here? Like, I was thinking like, oh, this is kind of. And maybe they learned some lessons from Franklin Institute and are working on maybe having some backup mandrakes to switch out. Right. Yeah. Cause I was like, what is this? It was literally a pot with a hole in it. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, okay. Hansel was like, isn't this supposed to be like a weird creature looking thing? <laughs> yep, he's not here. Um, so yeah, I definitely wouldn't wait until like the last couple weeks, only because for me, it's not even the crowd level because I feel like you could get a crowd level like that. Um, if you work a Monday through Friday job, you're probably gonna have to go Saturday or Sunday, you're gonna run into yeah, crowds. The like weekends that. will always be busier, right? Um, but just just in the the wear and tear, I feel like mm-hmm. you will miss some stuff if if you wait until the end. That's what only uh yeah. i wouldn't wait yeah and that's just the nature of it being interactive so like when you go in you get this little wristband you get to put your name into it and you yeah. earn points as you go through danny won because i made my potion wrong i won go ravenclaw <laughs> boo um now um, <laughs> but yeah i made my potion wrong i used I, 
I, I wasn't wearing glasses. I was wearing my contacts and they're not as, I don't see as well with them. So I pressed yeah. something and I knew r- right before I pressed it, I knew it was going in the wrong way. And when I tried, I had already touched it. So it was like, oh, there's no turning back. And once there- you do it in each section, you can't repeat. Right. So like when you do the task in the potion section, you get one shot and then you have to move on. Same with the wands and divination. Yeah. Where else do they have the points? They have it in the dark arts. They had the the bog art. In the in the herbology room you did before. I think they're supposed to be there. I don't think they were quite finished when we were there. Because I'm pretty sure they had them in Philadelphia. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that there. Well, and I, I wasn't pulling on any metrics of Philadelphia, so I can tell you. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there, but yeah, there's little spots throughout the whole thing. Um, and then they have like little things that you have to like pay attention because there's like little things where you can see clips from the movies, but some of them are at like child height. Yeah. You have to like <laughs> you have to like peek down and then you get to play Quidditch. We ha- we got to throw the quaffles at the Quidditch post. That was fun. Yeah. We're not yeah. the best sports people. No. We 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 may not be the Quidditch team members of the year. We are not. We are not. We are great supporters of Quidditch players. I mean, I think in my head, I would love to play Quidditch, but maybe I'm not as good as it as I thought. I thought I would make a good beater because of my softball background, but that, that was possibly it. we were just throwing the quaffle. So we're we just were- we just know what we're bad at. Right. But I I also don't know that with my uh, clutziness factor that I could actually fly a broom and not die. I And I know this is like the standard response because everyone wants to be like the seeker. No, no way. But That's too much pressure. It is a lot of pressure, but I think I'd actually be best at being a seeker because I am the type of person that focuses on like one task and like I'm really good at blocking things out. And I feel like that's very advantageous of a seeker versus like having to like be a beater and working with your partner and figuring out where all that is. I like that I would screw up and I would end up hitting our own teammates. (laughs) So if I'm playing Quidditch, I think being a seeker works better to my, uh, my talents. But you're not actually a sports person. You would actually probably be in the crowd. In reality, I would probably be like managing the team. I'd be like setting the schedules. I'd be like making sure everyone's in the place. I'd be giving the pep talks. Like that would be me. I would be like them. We're like, okay, we gotta go. McGonagall is going to kill us. If we're not out there in five minutes, we can do this. I know we're losing. Like that would be me. I don't necessarily know if I would go to a game if I wasn't directly involved in it, unless I had like friends that I was there to support playing. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, I would, I think I would enjoy watching the game and I think I would enjoy playing in the game. I don't know how safe it would be for me, but I think I would enjoy it. Would you be like Luna and have like the mascot on your head? Absolutely. Are you that like, are you that type of sports person? Yes. I'm a big foam finger fan. So. (laughs) (laughs) Next cosplay. Quidditch spectators. I have so many things in my head that I need to like. Yeah, we're paying the luggage for Chicago, y'all. Oh, yeah. no, no, I'm not doing this backpack thing for Chicago. Yeah. For if sure. you haven't heard, WikiCon is coming to Chicago beginning of August. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll be there, but 
I, I will not be flying Frontier. And if I do, I'll pay for luggage. Yes. Because um, I, no, I can't. <laughs> so that is kind of our wrap up of the Harry Potter exhibition in Atlanta. If you have more questions, reach out to us. We'll answer anything. Um, we really did enjoy our time there. And a huge, huge, huge thank you to the exhibition, to Imagine and Exhibitions, who helped put on and put together all of these exhibitions. I keep saying exhibitions a lot, but that's what they are and that's what their titles are. Um, but thank you for inviting us. We had a great time. We Please did. invite us back despite yeah. our antics of all our reels. We didn't break anything. We weren't disrespectful. We didn't touch it. We weren't supposed to touch. We didn't touch things. We just, we enjoyed ourselves and it shows in our reels. Yes, absolutely. But until next time, keep creating.